Hello and welcome to Everything's All Right, a bi-monthly podcast for authors and writers with tips, tricks, and challenges to level up your writing skills. I am A.S. Lewis, your host, guide, and guru for all things word-related. I'm a published science fiction and fantasy author, a published nonfiction author, and a fan fiction enthusiast, which means I'm also a really big nerd. For the past several years, I've been writing everything from multi-million dollar grant proposals, to sci-fi novels, to ghostwriting for national leaders and politicians, to spoken word poetry, and anything and, well, everything in between. And I'm here to help you improve your writing, no matter what type of writing that is. And who doesn't want to get better? So let's get right to it. Hello again. I'm your host, A.S. Lewis, and welcome to this episode of Everything's All Right, a podcast for writers looking to practice, sharpen, and expand their skills. Today's topic of discussion is plot and story structure. As always, let's just, I don't know, begin at the beginning. What is a plot? Well, a plot is what happens in a story, and the story structure is what helps create kind of that framework that holds the plot in place. When I used to teach high school, I would tell my students to think of plot kind of like your house. Now, if I'm going to build a house that you're going to recognize, there are certain things that we both expect to be there, namely four walls and a roof. Well, plot's the same way. There are certain elements that have to exist for a plot to be recognizable. And those elements are generally created within the framework of a recognized story structure. Plot always seems so intimidating, but that's really all it is. It's a framework. It's the house. It's the basic, rudimentary, recognizable elements that make a story a story. Otherwise, it's just a series of random events and characters happening in some strange order with no rhyme or reason for existing at all, much less being memorable or (laughs) even comprehensible. But when you have a plot that employs a story structure of some sort, and there are several types that we'll get into in just a moment, that's when you start to form something recognizable, and that recognizable theme is a story. So what types of things do you include in a plot? Well, this is probably familiar to you. This is the section where you dig into your high school brains and you remember hearing some vague references like with words like resolution and climax and datomah. And they all sound so high and mighty and detailed when really it's just the fancy way of framing beginning, middle, and end. The beginning is when you have your exposition. You are setting the stage for your story. Then you move into the problem. Something has to go wrong, otherwise it's just a happy-go-lucky story of people minding their business. It's not really interesting. I mean, technically it's a story, but who wants to read it? So, from the problem, you eventually will arrive at a climax. This is when the tension is at its tightest, the, the most is at stake, everything's on the line, how will it be resolved? Well, that's actually the next step, the resolution. 
this is when you solve that monumental problem that climaxed only a few pages earlier. And then finally, you have the denouement, or the French fancy term for the end. And that essentially is plot. That also is essentially your story structure. It is giving you the order of the events that make up the story. Now here's where things get interesting. Most writers sitting down at their desk or pulling their laptop out on a small table in the back of a coffee shop, though may not be doing that a lot now with the COVID virus, but you get the idea. When you're sitting down in your little writer's corner, whatever space you've designated to get this creative work done, the first question you may think to yourself is, okay, what is my plot? What is my story? What's going to happen in this tale I'm going to tell? Well, you probably want to come up with something original, groundbreaking, maybe award-winning, but that doesn't really exist. I mean, don't get me wrong. You can still break ground. You can still be award-winning. But new plots really don't happen. There are several types of basic plot, and all stories fall into one of these categories. And if you can somehow you know, avoid the pre-established plot categories, well, then you're really dealing with some astonishing work. But for the most part, you can take any novella, novel, short story, children's book, and it'll fit into certain characteristics. There are too many of them to go in right now, but I will share some of the more popular ones. For example, a major type of plot is a tragic plot. That's the kind of story where your main character goes through a lot of misfortune. Sometimes they persevere and overcome it in the end, other times they don't. But the basic plot line of the story is all of these major misfortunes that the character has to suffer. The opposite of that, comedy, comedic plots. This is when, you know, some improbable, ridiculous circumstance takes place and the character has to navigate and, and maneuver within these things. Sometimes it's painful. Uh, often it's destructive, ergo slapstick, and why it's so funny. But at the end, it's always going to be fairly lighthearted and have happy endings, unlike our tragic one. One that I'm particularly fond of is The Hero's Journey. In fact, in a later episode, we'll dive into deep detail on The Hero's Journey. But the short, you know, kind of matchbook version of it is, this is the traditional kind of fantasy. This is the... Star Wars, when Luke is first approached and told that, you know, his father was a Jedi and he can help save the galaxy. This is the lone person, unequipped to face this changing and magical and powerful world, but stepping up and doing it anyway and fulfilling his destiny. A couple of others are the overcoming monsters and, and myth. This is the good versus evil, the battle against werewolves, Dracula, the man, kaiju, all sorts of things. And then last is also a personal favorite, the voyage and the return home. This is the, you know, the plot of the Odyssey, which is essentially a man just spending X number of years trying to get back home. So while your story may be unique, your approach to it, your characters, the things that you introduce 
all can be very unique and personalized to your flavor and style, the plot in and of itself is going to fall into more conventional categories. And like I said, I didn't mention them all here. There are plenty more. You could hop over to your handy Google search and find tons of them. But the five I've given you here tend to be the major players within the ball game of story writing. So you've picked a plot. You have a basic idea of what you want to happen and what type of story this is going to be. But how do you set up the structure? This is when things get technical. This is when you have to work out the frame for your house. Is it going to be a one story or two story? How many windows will you have? Will it have vaulted ceilings? A flat roof? Will it have gables? No answer is wrong. It's however you choose to design it. But you need to have a plan. You have to have blueprints. So let's look at some different blueprints you can use to build your story structure. Here are some different story structures you can use to create a plot outline for your story. Freytag's Pyramid Used primarily for tragic stories, Freytag's Pyramid follows the basic structure we discussed above with two major differences. Instead of exposition, problem, climax, resolution, and denouement, this design goes exposition, problem, climax, fall, and catastrophe. It's a tragedy, so it rarely ends well. Three-act structure. The three-act structure can be used for any length of story, but it tends to work best with longer works. Instead of a single rise and fall, this plan uses several rises and dips in action or tension before arriving at the apex of climax and the downward slope to denouement. The Fichtean Curve. Now, if you're looking to write some high drama, some fast-moving action, then this is the structure for you. The Fichtean Curve is noted for its serial use of character crises before hitting the main event and winding down into the resolution. What a roller coaster! The Seven Point Structure. Well, think of this as like the Hero's Journey Diet Edition. The structure is actually designed to be worked backwards in that its creator suggested that writers begin at the end and plot their story in reverse. I haven't actually done that, but let me know if you do. Also, this build includes the expository hook, several plot and pinch points, and it ends on a high note. Literally, this model is all about the drama. And lastly, the hero's journey. This is the structure you use to create your epic adventure tale, but it is not for the faint of heart. I won't go into detail in this episode as this structure has 12 separate elements, but I will list them here. A story following this structure will begin with the establishment of the ordinary world, followed by the call to adventure and a refusal of the call. Then comes the meeting of the mentor, the crossing of the threshold into the new world, trials and tests for the character, approach to the inmost cave, the ordeal, and the reward. 
but we're not done yet. From there, the story starts its close to the road home, the resurrection, and the return with the elixir. Like I said, the hero's journey is a lot. But come back and we'll discuss this in a future episode. Now, let's put our pins where our words are and put what we've learned into practice. Here is your bi-weekly wordsmith challenge. Here is your bi-weekly wordsmith challenge. Let's do a simple plot outline. As a series of short sentences and bullet points, identify the narrative arc of your story. Where does the rising action start? What is the climax? What is the falling action? Do you already know the resolution or is that something you have yet to work out? Once you've identified the narrative arc of your story and turned it into an outline, you can email it to aslewisbooks at gmail.com. The best outlines will be highlighted in a future episode and on the website. Oh, and before I forget, let's take a look at one of our past episode superstars. This week's star writer goes to Chi for his story opening submission. No, there were no two ways about it. In two hours time, John Talbot was going to die. This is immediately captivating. It piques our curiosity and leaves us wanting to read more. An excellent opening line. Well done, Chi. This is some A-plus work. Next week, we will highlight the best story closings and outlines. To see the best of the show Don't Tell entries, check it out on the website, aslewisbooks.com. And remember, if you participate in the challenge and submit your work, you could be our next superstar writer. And if you don't want to share your work, that's okay too. The important thing is that you're writing and trying something new. That's how writing gets better. Even if you hate what you wrote, I promise you the practice will pay off. If you've enjoyed the show and would like to hear more, please click subscribe so you never miss an episode. Keep writing and remember, everything's all right.